So just a little recap. This is Jessica Lee Reader with Vitalized Body, and I have created a five-day online wellness retreat. And you can listen to the video from yesterday where I explain why I've created it. But essentially, I want you to put together all of the pieces of your health puzzle so you feel your best. And so yesterday we discussed creating a wellness routine and I hope that you were able to journal or at least think about some of the information that we discussed yesterday. What does your ideal schedule look like when you wake up from when you eat to when you find the time to connect to nature and some self-care? to when you go to sleep. And also, what are your primary health goals right now? So I like to just say, what is your primary health goal? Because oftentimes, if we have one primary goal, there are lots of things that might fall underneath that goal. So you can kind of reflect a little bit further on that as well. And maybe have mini goals or subset goals that are put together underneath that. So an example could be, energy. My primary goal is that I would like to have energy. So perhaps that's your primary goal. And I see that often. And I've, I personally have struggled with energy myself. And that's part of what brought me into this world was because I wanted to have more energy. I had chronic fatigue in my 20s. And creating a more holistic lifestyle around this, you really do you are able to enhance your energy in, in a feel-good way. So let's say your primary goal is to have energy. Your subset goals or mini goals could perhaps be that you would like to exercise more. But without that energy, without having higher level of energy, it makes it difficult. Your subset goal could be that you want to cook more home-cooked meals. But again, without that energy, it makes it very difficult. So what I would like to say is that you can still definitely work on those goals, but don't say, um, my suggestion would be to maybe avoid saying every day I'm going to exercise for an hour and a half, or I'm going to cook every meal, a home cooked meal, because if you don't have the energy, then that's going to make it really difficult for you to do all those things. So in order to enhance your energy, there are definitely having a wellness routine where you're having consistent eating patterns. We're going to discuss that a lot more tomorrow. We're going to talk about eating for weight loss and eating for energy, eating to support your blood sugar levels. I think that you'll really love the conversation tomorrow as well. But one thing to consider is when you do have a more consistent schedule with your eating and exercise, even if it's just a 15-minute walk during the day or in the evening to kind of decompress and get outside and turn the screens off and the news off and all that stuff, that's great. I'd rather have you set these small goals than these large radical goals as we discussed yesterday. So if you're not used to exercising right now, then my suggestion would be just to incorporate maybe 15 minutes into your schedule of just getting outside and walking or 15 minutes of yoga. 
whatever that may be. And so in today's lesson, if you haven't joined the online course yet, you can join at any time. It's totally fine. You can go back and start at any time. But if you are involved in the course and you're on day two, as what we were discussing today, then I have included my stress relief, how to manage stress information, which we'll discuss today. And I've also included a meditation, a guided meditation that's only five minutes long. And then additionally, I've included a yoga flow, an all levels yoga flow that you can do. And so if you're new to yoga or new to meditation, that's totally fine. I think the best thing to do is just to start. You have to start somewhere, you know, and it's very, it's the small steps that lead to success. So, you know, I mean, we're all beginners at some point in our lives. And my best suggestion to you is to be okay with being a beginner and be okay with this being new to you. That's totally okay. There's no right or wrong here. It's just, it's what, what can you do today that your future self will thank you for? And so that's really the, the integrity, the mindset that I'd love for you to have right now is what can you do today? And it's, I know it's overwhelming. I totally get it. I find myself watching too much news. I find myself uh, overworking right now. I find myself um, maybe not getting outside as much. And so it's all about balance. And so even for, you know, someone like me, that's been following a consistent schedule, it can be hard, difficult during this phase right now. But the best thing that you can do is if you fall off track, just get right back on again. So if you find yourself skipping meals, or maybe consuming too much screen time, or even over exercising or overeating, whatever it may be, right, just out of this balance of this wellness routine, my best suggestion is just just get back on track again. And so for those of you that are on right now, if you have any comments or feedback or questions, you're more than welcome to comment in the comment box. But otherwise, I will say cheers. One thing that I have been doing lately is drinking mineral water out of a wine glass. It's kind of fun. So cheers. <laughs> ah, it's, it's really good. It's this Waterloo, sparkling water. Have you tried it? This is a mango flavor. Let's see if I can get this up to the screen here. <laughs> well, the light's on it. But anyway, <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Very refreshing and nice alternative to alcohol. So, all right. Let me go ahead and pull up how to manage ongoing stress, which we're going to talk about today. So we always have ongoing stress. I mean, it's part of being human, right? Is that we experience ongoing stress. And whether that's the consistency, the consistent, you know, doing dishes, doing laundry, having to cook these meals, things like that, um, it's it's ongoing. It kind of never, never stops, right? It stops when... Maybe we're not around any longer. So how can we kind of find the calm within the chaos? How can we, you know, allow ourselves to be at peace when there's this constant ongoing stress and whatever it may be, maybe it's a mild level of stress or maybe it's a an extreme situation, kind of like what we're experiencing right now. I think it's a, an extreme stressful situation. It could be a lot worse 
right? But it also could be better. <laughs> so how can we, within our own mind, really be able to find some balance within this? So having a positive mindset, I think it's very, it's imperative. So instead of, I have to do this, like I have to cook this meal, or I have to exercise, or I have to, you know, turn off the screen, I have to go to bed at this certain time, so I feel good for the next day. Instead, thinking I get to do this. So it's a shift in perspective. It's a shift in your mindset. and. When we think, you know, that we get to do these things, like we're able to do these things, we can start to find more gratitude within them. And to me, gratitude is definitely the key that unlocks happiness. When you're happy, guess what? You're a little less stressed <laughs> or much less stressed. So gratitude is kind of the key <laughs> that puts everything together. So, but regardless... You know, I mean, we do still have this ongoing stress. So yes, we could find gratitude. We could be mindful. But the reality is, is that we still do kind of have these bouts of stress or this period of ongoing stress, whatever it may be. And when we're talking about stress, you'll see in my course, uh, I mentioned cortisol. So I don't know if you have seen any of the commercials or read anything about cortisol, but essentially we have adrenal glands. We have two of them and they're small. They're about the size of a walnut. I like to kind of <laughs> demonstrate that visually, um, but they sit on top of our kidneys and they release norepinephrine, epinephrine, cortisol. So essentially cortisol is released as a result of stress. And really what's, intended to happen, which should happen, is that our cortisol levels should be higher in the morning to give us energy, and then it should dwindle down in the evening so we're able to unwind and relax. But could, what can happen in these periods of ongoing stress or even just a sporadic, just a insane amount of stress all of the sudden, is that our cortisol rhythms can become rhythm excuse me, it's singular, but it can become dysregulated. So when that happens, then we can either have like kind of like a hyper uh, adrenal situation where our adrenals are just in overdrive, right? Releasing all this cortisol, or they can become fatigued. And this is very common. Adrenal fatigue, I don't know if you've heard of it, but this is, this is what, again, I mentioned chronic stress. I had chronic stress. And this is what essentially got me involved in nutrition, this and digestion, which we're going to talk about on Friday. Uh, but what happens when you have this adrenal fatigue? when your cortisol rhythms have just become so dysregulated that it really impacts your adrenals because they're releasing the cortisol is that you can experience periods of really low energy. Your ability to react to stress is not as good as it would be if your adrenals were stronger. So you might find yourself feeling on edge more than normal. Um, also low energy, um, which can, coincide with blood sugar and we're going to talk about that tomorrow too uh, but low energy in the afternoon particularly uh, but also some other symptoms of adrenal fatigue I think a really common one is waking up in the middle of the night right around let's say 3 a.m you're sleeping soundly and then all of a sudden 
you're awake and you're alert and you don't know what's going on, but you're thinking about 50 million things and your mind is just an overdrive. And then the next day you wake up, the next morning you wake up and you're thoroughly exhausted. So walking around in the state of its exhaustion, feeling the impact of the stress internally in our body, and then really not being able to do the things energetically that we would uh, be doing if we felt felt vitalized, right? If we felt energetic, um, like cooking meals and exercising and communicating with others and being able to work efficiently. I mean, there's so many different factors that go into having low energy um, or adrenal fatigue, I should say. So how do you know if you have adrenal fatigue aside from the symptoms that I just explained, um, there's really not necessarily a blood test that you can get. You can check your adrenal, your cortisol levels um, throughout a few hours. And I've had that done, but I find that the best thing, to, the best tool to use is a saliva test. So I do have one on my available for sale. If you're interested, you can always talk to me about that. But I didn't create this course to necessarily have this be a sales pitch. I really created this to educate you. So if you on a side note, if you do want to talk to me about having an adrenal stress index test to check your cortisol rhythms throughout the day, then let me know and I'm happy to discuss that with you. Otherwise, what can you do to support your adrenal glands? So ultimately, and we're going to get into this more tomorrow, is one of the things that you can do is to support your blood sugar levels by eating properly throughout the day. This is where having that wellness routine that we discussed yesterday really comes into play. Having regular eating, an eating schedule, really. So when is your breakfast? Snack? Lunch? Snack? Dinner? Do you need a bedtime snack? Maybe. <laughs> um, so generally I say if you are going longer than three hours without eating, it's time to have a snack or to have a meal. When you go too long, your blood sugar levels start to dip and this can also affect your adrenals. So really, really want to nourish your adrenal glands by supporting your blood sugar levels. Also stress management. <laughs> so this is where things like really finding some maybe gratitude in what you're doing can be really helpful. Ch changing your perspective. If we're walking around just in uh, negative Nancy, <laughs> I like to call this kind of just dreading what you're doing in your daily life, dreading, you know, doing dishes and laundry and doing everything that we have to do as, as adults, uh, then I mean, it's really going to take a burden on your adrenal glands, your perspective and what you're thinking really does play into the rest of your body. So really trying to maybe shift your perspective a little bit into I get to do this instead of I have to do this. Put some music on, light some candles, you know, change your vibe, your energy up a little bit and just start to maybe put a smile on when you find yourself frowning. You know, I mean, we definitely want to deal with our emotions raw and journaling can help with that so you can go back to day one for that but really just what can you change as i said yesterday what can you change in your daily life that's the secret of success is really having a daily schedule to where you're feeling pretty good about it so that's the good thing 
you know, we're able to make these changes and even the smallest changes, like realizing maybe you want to set your alarm for, you know, every two hours or whatever it may be. So that way you're getting up from your computer or you're getting away from the screens and you go look at your garden or you go look at some flowers or you go walk around the block, whatever it may be to kind of get yourself out of that mode and really into a, uh, a lighter, a lighter mindset. So we've talked about adrenals and we've given a little bit of stress management tips, but I want to go a little bit deeper into that. So uh, adequate sleep, as we talked yesterday, is very helpful. You know, so having that sleep cycle, having that regular bedtime sleep wake cycle is helpful. Um, creating a bedtime routine. So in the wellness course, again, I have tips on how to really manage and get a good night's sleep. And I think that that's, that's, that kind of sets your foreground for the rest of the day. That's your foundation for the next day, getting a good night's sleep. It's so important. Um, exercising regularly. So again, we kind of talked about maybe if you're not a big exerciser right now, just kind of getting into that. And even 15 minutes per day, even some small walks around the block, maybe twice a day or taking a little bit longer walk. And the hardest part in yoga, as they say, is showing up on the mat. So what can you do to get yourself started? Maybe it's finding a class, finding a regular class that you attend or sign up for the whole month and just say, you know, this month I'm going to, you know, take this class every Tuesday. There's so many different yoga instructors and guided meditations. YouTube has just a plethora of deep breathing, guided meditation, yoga, exercise classes. I mean, there's so much and they're free. And so you take advantage of that. I also have created someone vitalized bodies YouTube channel that you can check out as well. But I, I find YouTube to be a really good resource for free things. Um, but there's also classes that you can sign up for that keep you committed and you have the instructor that you're able to communicate to. And I love live stream yoga right now or live stream fitness classes. I think it's great. So, you know, maybe consider trying both out and seeing what what floats your boat. What what can you do that kind of can keep you in a more consistent schedule, right? I think that that's what we're, what the really, that this mode is, but also being okay with, you know, if you do need to take a nap or if you do need to kind of get outside a little bit of the schedule, be okay with being a little bit of, uh, a little flexible, right? And not beating yourself up like, darn, I, I really, I signed up for this class or I, I meant to do this. It was in my wellness routine and I wasn't able to make it today. Again, the best thing you can do is just get back on track again. So connecting to nature is, one thing that I think that we all should be doing, I feel like in the society that we're living in these days, it's so easy to just get sucked into our screens and to, you know, pass the technology on to our kids and instead of, um, you know, maybe taking them to the park to, or for a walk around the block and maybe just going on a little short bike ride or whatever it may be, um, just sitting, if you uh, have some trees near your house, just kind of maybe observing them, looking at the flowers, smelling the flowers, you know, starting a garden. Even if you live in an apartment, you can always 
start a little seed starter indoor kitchen garden. Our grandparents, our, our ancestors, they all had indoor kitchen gardens. They had like the things like basil and parsley and oregano and cilantro growing in their house. And so, I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, maybe you can't get outside right now, but you could start a garden. You could start a little indoor garden and that's something or planting some plants in your house. That's definitely a way to connect to nature. Even making a home cooked meal is a way to connect to nature. I'm in Colorado and our farmer's markets apparently just opened last weekend. So even going to the farmer's market and supporting the local farmers to me is a way to connect to nature. <laughs> so find what your way is. And that, that, that to me, that's a really good way to reduce stress is just finding that gratitude towards what is happening outside of our own, our own human life. <laughs> Um, develop supporting relationships I find is also just it's key and it's easy to just be like you know I want to uh, disconnect from everybody right now I just want to do my own thing but I also find that that could be potentially really unhealthy so maybe you know finding some sort of a support community finding someone to reach out to whether that's a friend or family member um, you know, churches, different organizations, volunteering, you know, just finding some connection with each other. And let's see, accepting who you are. This is very important. And I feel like right now in this social media driven world, it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people and see where they're at and how far ahead of you, maybe that you think that they are, or maybe that they they are. Um, but where are you and how can you be more authentic with where you're at right now? And how can you be more authentic with other people? And how can you accept who you are right now? And nobody's perfect. So, you know, just acknowledging that your imperfections, they make you, they make who you are. And that's a beautiful thing. So maybe one of your homework assignments for today could be to journal, um, you know, your imperfections and how they make you who you, who you are. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but I feel like just finding more love within, it allows us to radiate love to other people. And we all could use that right now. So let's see, practicing good communication, that kind of coincides with accepting who you are and developing supportive relationships. But I was raised to tell the truth always. And even sometimes when it's difficult, I think it's very important to be honest with yourself, honest with your thoughts, but also honest with other people. So kind of just think about that, about being truthful and honest. You know, before you speak, just think, is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it true? Yes, being truthful, practicing good communication is very essential to reducing your stress because when you when you lie, it kind of creates a web of all of this these other lies. And you know, on on I think I just think of social media right now and I just think about how we uh, when I read forums, I read how people react to the forums or the threads and I read just this angry, angry thread. And so one thing that I've practiced and it is a practice is to just not post if it's something that's negative, just, just let it go. <laughs> just whew, 
breathe it out and just close the phone or the computer and go for a walk, connect to nature, call somebody you care about, exercise. Um, all of these things that we're talking about, there's so many more conducive things that you can be doing um, aside from really spending your time uh, communicating illfully, I guess would be how I would explain that. So, um, so yes, so just to kind of summarize everything, um, we want to practice setting realistic goals. So uh, we want to kind of prioritize and plan and really try to have a roadmap for what our day is going to look like with sleep and eating and exercise and integrating some deep breathing, integrating time to maybe connect with a loved one, integrating maybe some time to take some deep breaths and cook a home cooked meal. Uh, but again, it does not need to be this radical overhaul. You don't need to plan everything out and do everything in one day. If you don't get it all done, that day, it's okay. It's going to be there tomorrow. And that's something that is a practice. That's also a practice is just being okay with the fact that you're probably not going to get everything done that you want to get done, you know, in one day. So I love to do lists and just kind of crossing them out as I go along. And they're always going to be, you know, you're always going to add to them. But how can you really create more of a uh, a system I use uh, on my iPhone. I just use the notes section and I, I write a list and, and then I delete the ones that the items that I've done and then I just add to it. And so, yeah, it's an ongoing list, but instead of letting that stress you out and be like, man, this list is ongoing. How can you instead be like, this is, this is cool. I've got a system in place and I'm crossing stuff off and yeah, things are going to come up, but I'm also getting things done. So I think again, it just goes back to perspective and yeah, uh, I'm here for you. If you uh, want to talk about this further, I am definitely here for you and enjoy the, if you're enrolled in the course, enjoy the guided meditation. And you can read more thoroughly about each of these topics. And I have resources and inline links. And then there's also the yoga video and the guided meditation video in there as well. And if you haven't signed up for the course, go ahead. I'll, I'll put a link in this thread as well. And you can sign up at any time. It'll always be here. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about eating and weight loss. And yeah, just vitalize your day. Thank you so much for joining me. And I love you. Have a great day. Bye.